Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of Barely an Adult, that's crazy. First, I just wanted to say thanks for all the love on the first episode, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope you guys were able to take some of my wisdom, got my little quotation fingers up, but um, my wisdom and use it positively, we'll see. Um, but hello, what's up? I hope everyone is having a good day, um, crazy day today. Um, we have a new president, that's insane. Um, I don't really want to talk about the election today, I know a lot of people wanted me to. Um, for me, it's just like a little stressful, you know, um, because I don't want to get yelled at for anything that I say. So. Um, all I will, all I will say is that I'm, like, incredibly proud to be able to participate in our democracy, because this was the first time I've ever voted. Um, the last election, it was like a local election, and I d didn't bother, but, um, this one was pretty important, obviously, so, um, I voted, and it was really, it was cool. Like, I'm, I'm proud that I got to do that, and, like, it, this was a good election to vote in, you know what I mean? So, anyway, that's all. I'll, I'll just leave it there on the election stuff just because I don't really want to get into it. But um, someone else asked me to talk about my music tastes and, um, like, books that I like. So, um, which, my two favorite things. So, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll find this interesting. As I'm saying it out loud, it sounds really boring. But hopefully you guys like it. I don't know. Um, I'm also, just to let you know, I'm sitting, or laying on my floor, so this is very therapeutic for me. I feel like I'm just, like, talking, I mean, I'm talking out loud anyway, but I don't know, it's more therapeutic that I'm laying on the ground, that I haven't vacuumed, I don't know, it's fine. Anyway, so first I wanted to do music, just because I like music. Um, so... I'm obviously a huge music nerd, just because flute and, I don't know, life. Uh, I'm just that way. Music plays a really important part in my life. I tie a lot of memories to specific songs. And I actually, fun fact, did a report um, on music in society in, like, 10th grade? Something like that? I don't know. I was proud of it. I played music in the background. It was pretty good. Um, but, yeah. So music plays a big part in my life. Um, so, I, would I just wanted to talk about, like, my favorite artists. Um, and I am fairly, like, open to all types of music, which you'll hear from the people that I talk about because it's just all over the map. Um, one thing that I don't listen to is country, and I refuse. I refuse because I did it for a long time, because I'm an Okie, and that's all that plays in Oklahoma is country music, and I used to work at a rodeo, and I had to listen to country music all day, every day, for hours on end, so I refuse. I absolutely will not listen to country music on my own time. If I'm not getting paid to listen to country music, I will not. Um, my first con concert was actually a country concert. I don't even remember who the guy was. It was at 
the state fair, and I went with my friend at the time, who is like, well, not anymore, but she was a big country music fan and liked horseback riding and all that stuff. So I just went with her because I was with her, and she was like, you have to come with me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went. And my second concert was Tim McGraw because I got a free ticket. And th this is I, probably really funny. I mean, I think it's really funny just because it's so chaotic. <laughs> but um, I was a Girl Scout for a really long time. And I don't know why exactly we went, but we went to the opening of the Microsoft store in um, the mall back home. And I don't know why we went. I don't know what the purpose was. But the first, like, hundred people there got free tickets to Tim McGraw. Who, I don't, I don't listen to him. I don't know any of his songs. But I was like, cool, I got a free ticket. I guess I'll go. And I had never been, well, I had been to that one concert. But it was like, there were four people there. So it was just not really, it doesn't count. Um, so we went, and I was in the front row, and Tim McGraw was, like, singing in my face, and I wasn't singing any of the words back, because, like, I don't know what they are, and he just stared at me and was, like, really confused as to why I was in the front row not doing anything. Like, I, I didn't love him like everyone else did. So, get roasted, Tim McGraw. You suck. Anyway. I just thought that was really funny because he stared, genuinely stared at me for a really long time and was confused, which I understand because I'm in the front row. But anyway, so hate country music is the worst. Uh, sorry to anyone that does appreciate country music. I'm sorry. It's just like I listen to it so often that I just can't anymore, you know? So, um, but my first, like, re I count it as my first real concert because it was the first concert I paid for like I wanted to go and gave money to the person for me to go see them was Panic at the Disco and that was really really cool it was a good show I really liked it and I still love I love them they're so good um well I mean it's just Brandon Urie but Brandon Urie plus band so but I love I, I love Panic at the Disco um and then my other concert, this, this one is just so beautiful. It is one of my favorite stories to tell just because I get to roast everyone. It's so good. And it's um, my Shawn Mendes concert that I went to. Oh my God, monumental. It was so good. So basically, I... Um, bought my tickets a year in advance and bought them as soon as they came out and I was sitting at the boys tennis state on the ground with my laptop out watching my team but also trying to get tickets at the same time because I had to do both I couldn't just like leave so I just sat on the ground at the tennis center and was trying to buy Shawn Mendes tickets so I got floor seats next to the B stage, which, like, I really wanted closer seats, but I'm poor. So I got, I, the floor seats are still good. They were really, I mean, pretty expensive tickets. 
so I was glad to just get those in general. But anyway, so I bought them a year in advance and I went, it was June, hold on, I have my poster up on the wall. Oh, July 20th, 2019, 2019. So, I mean, a while ago now, but it is still like fresh in my mind because it was just so good. It was so good. But anyway, um, I went with um, one of my friends from high school and we didn't, I didn't realize how close we were to the B stage until we got there and got to our seats because we were like right next to the stage. And um, I became friends with one of the security guards just in an attempt to like meet Sean Mendez backstage, but that didn't work out. I tried my best. Um, but basically he finished his first set and was moving to the B stage. And I like told my security guard friend, I was like, Hey man, whenever he's like about to walk up, like tell me whenever I can like, like surge to this, the stage. Cause I want to be like front, like right on the stage. So just like, give me a signal or something. Let me know when I can like zoom up there and then we'll go. So Sean starts walking out, walking up towards the stage, and he, like, looks at me and, like, shakes his head. So I, like, zoom up there, elbow a couple girls on the way. I don't really remember exactly what happened. I hope I didn't hurt anyone. I feel like I did. Um, but made it to the front row, and he started singing. It was amazing. I was taking pictures the entire time, and my voice was, like, gone at this point because I was screaming, and... He finished his first song and then comes over to our side of the stage. Oh my god. Just even thinking about it just makes me, like, want to cry. He, like, walked over to our side, our side of the stage, leans down, grabs my hand, and then, like, looks at me and he's like, sing with me, okay? And I was like, uh, yeah, I will do anything you tell me. I will follow you to the ends of the earth. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so he started singing Ruin and I forgot all of the words. Like, I had a child stroke. I was dying. And so I was singing all the words wrong. And, like, the Tim McGraw, like, level of confusion, that's what he, like, looked like. He was like, why are you singing that? Those are not the right words. What are you doing? Why are you here? But I didn't care because he had just held my hand and it was, like, crazy. I have pictures of it. I have a video of it. No one can tell me that it didn't happen because I have it on video and it was amazing. So, there you go. Best story you'll ever hear. I will never be the same. Changed my life. I can't even begin to describe it. It was crazy. Like, oh my gosh. And then after it happened, like, a girl behind me, like, like tapped me and she was like, did that just happen? And I was like, yeah, it did. And she was like... I'm proud of you. Good job. And I was like, thanks. But yeah, it was crazy. Absolutely insane. Love that man. Still one of my favorite artists to this day. Um, but moving on, I guess we can get into favorite artists now. I'm just going to leave that there so you guys can process how cool that story is. So favorite artists, one of the top ones would be Sean Mendez, of course. Man has changed my life. Changed the game. We love him. Anyway. Um, another one would be AJR. I actually, um, I think, like, 
I don't want to say this in a negative way because I really do. I really like Sean Mendes and I love his music and I love him. Um, but I feel like looks is one of the reasons like people gravitate towards musicians. Like if they don't look the part, then people really don't listen to them. I don't know if that makes sense, but like that's what I see. And so like with Sean Mendes, I'm like, okay, he's really attractive. You know, he's, he's attractive. He, he can sing well. Great. Good for him. Doing well. All of that stuff. But AJR, I started listening to them in like sixth grade, like long, long time ago. And I didn't know who the musicians were, were until like a couple years ago, maybe. Like I, I hadn't looked them up. I didn't know anything about them. I just listened to their music because I thought it was really good and I was like a huge fan. But like I didn't pay attention to who they were. I would just focused on the music that they were putting out and I really enjoyed it. So I don't know if that just makes me a really bad fan or if it's because I genuinely enjoyed their music and didn't care what they looked like or anything like that. I don't know if there's a difference between like my love for them and my love for Shawn Mendes. I don't, I don't really know, but I just know that that's like, I, I know that it's genuine, like, I don't know, genuine love for, for their music if that makes sense. So, love AJR. They're really, really good. You should listen to them if you don't know who they are or have never listened to them before. Um, it's good stuff. I, I really like it um, just because it's, like, different from other things that you hear. And most of it is just so catchy. It's so good. And they're just so creative. I love it. Oh, my gosh. So good. Okay. So, Sean, AJR. Top two. AJR is probably my favorite, but uh, I actually had tickets to go see them in May, and it got canceled, and I was devastated because I was supposed to go with my friend, and we were both really excited about it. I bought them for us for our birthdays because our birthdays are two days apart, and I was so, so, so excited to go with her and go see them in person because I introduced her to AJR, and we both, like, loved them. We listened to them all the time in my car, had a blast. Like, so whenever we bought them, we were just like super pumped to go together. Um, and then it got canceled, but you're, I know you're listening. Hey, we're gonna get tickets again. We're gonna go. You have my word. It's recorded. So you can cut this clip and just send it to me every day until we get tickets. Just keep that in mind. Okay. So we're gonna move to a different artist like different genre because I feel like those are it's like pop stuff like that like more generic Ge I don't mean generic um you know you know what I mean you you know you know what I mean anyway um and we're moving into rap now listen to me before we get into this. I just want to say to my mother, who is probably listening to this, so sorry in advance. I'm sorry that I disappointed you as a person. I apologize for my love of these rappers. I am so sorry. Apologies that you looked them up after I told you who they were. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, 
I know that I will never gain that respect back and I sincerely apologize. But I love them. These two, they're just so good. They just make me so happy and oh, it's like so bad that it's good, if that makes sense. So number one, Young Gravy, if you've never listened to him, it's good stuff. So good. I love him. It's just so <laughs> weird and random. He just put out a new album, um, I think a month ago, maybe? Pretty recent. Um, it's good. I mean, I really like the older stuff. Um, this new album is not, not the best, I don't think. Um, Yup is really good. That's a good one. Oh, I guess I should have said what my favorite songs were from the artist. We can go back. Anyway, um, Yup on the newest album, Gasnova is really good. I like that one. And then, um, <laughs> oh, there's so, there's so many good ones. I just, um, I, uh, can't say it on the pod. Um, but just know, if you look up Young Gravy, you will not be disappointed. He is very funny. He's just just weird stuff. I, I love him. He's so funny. Okay. Um, the other rapper that I've listened to, I don't listen to these two exclusively, but these are my favorites by far. I'm not really a rap person. I don't, I don't like rap. Um, but these two, I, I love them. Baby No Money is by far my favorite rapper. I have a Baby No Money hat, so Baby No Money, if you're listening, I love you. Just, I love you. I have your hat. Please date me. Anyway, beautiful man. We love him. Um, so, Baby No Money, he is also really funny. They, uh, Young Gravy and Baby No Money have an album together, which is very good. Like, that would be what I, w- I would listen to first. If you're going to look them up, I would listen to that album first. But Baby No Money himself, my favorite song that he sings slash raps slash whatever, um, would be, it would be on, I just like I Don't Care at All, like that album a whole lot. Um, Slop is good. Slop is good. And I don't know, that whole album is just really good. Uh, he also just put out a new album called Good Luck Have Fun. See, Baby No Money, if you're listening, I'm I'm giving you promo for free. Please date me, please. Um, but his new his new album's really good too. I just I don't care at all is the first thing I listen to by him and it's just so good. Would would recommend 10 out of 10. Um, Shining on My Ex is really good, and that's uh, Baby Gravy. And the album, Baby Gravy 2, is also really, really good. Welcome to Chili's is my favorite on there. And um, Myrtle Beach Summer 1974. So, there you go. All of of the favorites. Um, Love them both. But other than that, I don't really listen to rap. Um, And there's no particular reason for that. I just like to sing along. I think, and rap is just so fast that I can't um, remember because my brain hurts. So I, I like to listen to stuff that I can sing to, you know. Um, but Baby No Money and Young Gravy are really really funny, and I love them to pieces. They're so good. 
Okay, um, so something else that I really enjoy listening to is, um, and this is completely different as well. Like, I'm telling you, I don't know why, but just my music tastes are all over the place. So we've gone from Sean Sean Mendez and AJR to Baby No Money, Young Gravy, and now we're gonna move to Broadway. I don't know where it comes from. I couldn't tell you. I love Broadway, and um, you can ask my roommates. That's all I listen to in the car. I I just like singing along. It's just a thing that I, I enjoy. Um, so, favorite Broadway plays. Um, the first one I listened to, well, because I was forced, because I was in it, was Godspell. So, whenever I was younger I was in the church choir back home and I don't know why the the year that I joined we did an actual play I don't know why we did that but we did and we did Godspell like junior Godspell because we're not good enough to actually do Godspell and I loved it it's so good just 10 out of 10 it's amazing um my favorite, oh man, my favorite on there is probably All Good Gifts, and I, like, people that know the, the, the play, I'm gonna get roasted, because there, there are some really good ones on there, but that one's just my favorite, um, I don't know why, I just really like it, that's the solo that I wanted, but I was too, like, chicken to actually try out, um, and so... I, I, that one's just my favorite. I had that one memorized years and years and years ago whenever I wanted to audition. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's a really good song. The whole, the whole play is really, really good. Like, um, I, I would, I would suggest it. I mean, it's, it's good. It's not what you expect it to be. Like, Godspell is, it's the story, um, of, Jesus and his crucifixion and all of that stuff, but in, like, the 60s? Is it the 60s? I don't know. It's, like, we had to wear Daisy Dukes, <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it's so weird, but it's so fun. Um, it's, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, so, another one that I really like, I know all of the words to pretty much all of the songs from Book of Mormon, which, again, Mom, very sorry. Um, it's, it's, it was written by the people that write for South Park. Um, so, like, obviously it's gonna be a, a little, <laughs> a little out there. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's so funny. So good. Um, my favorites on there... Oh, there are a lot. Uh, two by Two is really, really good. Um, Hello is classic, just because it's the beginning. And I lots of people listen to that one first. So if you want to listen to it, that, that would be the one to start with, because it gets worse from there. So Hello would be the first one. Um, and then Turn It Off is really, really funny. It's very bad. <laughs> um, All American Prophet is good. And Spooky Mormon Hell Dream is really, really good. I like that one a lot. Um, it's just really funny. 
Um, the whole the whole play is really good. So that though yeah that that would be my suggestion if if you're if you're looking for something just really really funny and weird, that would be the the play to go with. Um, oh man, I don't know. Dear Evan Hansen is really good. Ben Platt in general is just an ami- it, ugh, He's so good. He's just an amazing human being. Like, I just, I love him. He's so good. And he sings so well. And, ugh, it's just, the, the play itself is just really, really good. Um, my favorites from there are For Forever. It's a very good one with just Ben Platt. Um... Sincerely Me is a really, really good one, too. Uh, to Break in a Glove is one of my favorites. And then um, Good For You. Those would be my top four. But it's changed because before I only listened to Sincerely Me, If I Could Tell Her, and um, Words Fail. Which, they're all good, too. Like, you can't go wrong. The whole The whole play is just so good. So if you listen to any of them, like, you're gonna get hooked instantly. Like, they're all good. Um, I just started listening to Hamilton. Like, I watched Hamilton for the first time, like, two months ago. So good. Absolutely amazing. Th- there are too many songs. I, um, if I were to pick one or two, okay, all of the ones that, um, the king sings, like, um, I know him, what comes next, um, you'll be back, all of those, golden, so good, um, um, right hand man is good, the Skylar sisters is good, um, my shot is classic, there are just so, there are too many songs for me to choose, uh, one last time is really, really good, that's, um, the one George Washington sings, just the whole the whole thing's good i those are my just top picks just from looking real quick at the the play um yeah um oh but if you're looking for a good twist um there's it's found slash tonight and it's ben platt and lynn manuel miranda and it's glorious like i sing that song constantly it's so good Oh my gosh, the harmonies are just so good. The way they put the two songs together is amazing. Like, that is a 15 out of 10 from me. Um, so if you're if you've never listened to it and you've listened to both of the plays, I I highly suggest it. It's really really good. Um, I mean there are some others. Um, one of the other plays that I was introduced to because I was forced was um. Um, anything goes and that oh it's about to play um I don't know why I did that but that's that's a good one um I mean I still listen to it but not frequently um just because I'm busy memorizing all of the other ones so it's still a good play though um yeah so Broadway I don't know where where it came from (laughs) I really don't Maybe it was because of Godspell? I don't know. Um, I was a... What was I? I was a tree. Um, and also just, like, a random background character. And this was a church play, so, like, 
there were like four of us. So like I could have gotten a, another part if I really wanted to, but I just wanted to be a tree. So th there you go. Um, the life of baby Shelby, just extremely shy and didn't want to do anything because she was scared. So um, yeah, we love to see it. Um, moving on from Broadway, the last one I wanted to talk about is just, I mean, just m memory, I guess. Um, Five Seconds of Summer, I still listen to them. Um, they just put out a new album, too. I don't, why is everyone just putting out new albums? Maybe because they have lots of time? I don't know. But Five Seconds of Summer is so good. Uh, there are lots that I listen to from them. Um, lots of old stuff. Um everything I didn't say um oh man I don't even know uh, um everything I didn't say yeah I said that um voodoo doll is good this is from the first album by the way um I mean the whole album is just amazing um from the the like more recent albums I'm just gonna pick a couple because uh, she's kind of hot is so good. I forgot how good that was until my roommate was like, hey, we should listen to this one. And I was like, oh, that's that's good stuff. Um, Permanent Vacation is good. Uh, Airplanes is good. Um, from <sighs> there are so many. Grr. Uh, Monster Among Men is probably one of my favorites. And then from the most recent album, I have a couple of favorites. I think my favorite is high which is not what you think it is it's just um you should listen to it it's good i don't want to explain them all because i want you to actually listen to the lyrics and not hear me talk about it um but yeah um high is good and red desert is is very good um but the whole i mean they're just they they're so good like, you can't just choose one thing. They're just amazing. I love them. I used to have, on my wall back home, I had a poster. I had this weird, like, I, I loved it. But it was a bunk bed, but the bottom bunk was a booth. So I had the booth at the bottom, my bed at the top, and then um, underneath my bed where the booth was, I had two posters on that wall. And one was five seconds of summer, like baby five seconds of summer so um like first album age five seconds of summer on one side and then Sean Mendez on the other side and I used to <laughs> I used to take pictures with them whenever I would send like streaks on snapchat um which is extremely chaotic but that is young Shelby's fault not mine um yeah I don't know why I did that but they're gone now. I don't own them anymore, I promise. I do still have a life-size cutout of Shawn Mendes in my room. And I will not take any lip for that. I I did not buy it. My brother bought it for me for Christmas, and I, it was the best gift I've ever been given. It was It's so good, and I still have it, and I love it. And every time I go back home, I take pictures with it, because it's just, it's just sitting there, and... The first, well, whenever he gave it to me, I got really excited and I put it up in my room and then we went to dinner. And then I came back and I had a heart attack because he was just standing in the middle of my room and I just thought there was a man standing in my room. But 
other than it scaring me, it's a it's a very it was a very good gift and I love it. So anyway, um, so those are the ones I wanted to talk about really. Um, those are my favorites. I, like I said, my um, music tastes are just kind of all over the place. Um, I don't know why they just are. I've started to, I started listening to surfaces, which is like dare I say vibe music. Um, I, I don't know. I really like them. Um, I listen to Horizons frequently while I'm just walking to class or something. So if you want something like that, Horizons is very good. Uh, and Surfaces. Sorry, I said Horizons. That's the album. Surfaces is the, the, the people. Okay. So, moving on to books, I'm, again, I'm just gonna apologize. I'm sorry if this is boring. Um, someone asked me to do this, so you can blame them and not me. Although, I am the one that's talking, so you can blame me a little bit. But, I was, I was asked to do this, and I'm just doing what I'm told. Um, so, moving on to books, um, I actually had multiple suggestions for this. I don't know why. I don't have, I mean... I have lots of books. I do not have an obsession. I promise. I just really like books. Like, people think I'm weird for having so many books in my room, but I just, I like them. I like reading. I like learning things. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I want to be smart. I'm sorry. But anyway, I have, I do have lots of books. I will give them that. I have probably too many books. Um, my, my big, she, uh, I was at her apartment the other day and she brought out this like bag of books and she was like, do you, do you want any of these? I've had these in that closet for like two years. Um, they're from my old classes. Do you want them? And I was like, let me take a, a look, like thinking that I would take one book. I, I took like 12, <laughs> like <laughs> you think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. I think it was like 12 or 15 books that I took from her. Um, so maybe it is an obsession. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about them. I haven't had time to read them yet, but I do have, I have lots. I do. Now that I'm like looking, because I have like a bookshelf with Rexiel, my leopard gecko, and my fish on it. And there are lots of books in there. And then underneath my desk, I have three no, two large stacks, like, going from the bottom of my desk to, like, my desk. I don't know if that made sense, but there are, there's two large stacks there. And then I have, I don't know if you can still hear me, sorry, I rolled over to look. Um, I have a little cart with a bunch of books on it, too. And I just, I just bought three the other day at Half Price Books. So maybe I do have a little bit of an obsession, but that's okay because it's a good obsession and I learn things from the obsession. So it's fine, I think. Maybe? Hopefully? Okay, so favorite books. Um, I don't have a lot written down here just because I can't really think of favorites. There are just so many that I've read that I've appreciated that um, 
I don't think I can choose favorites. I do have some that I've, every time someone asks me, like, what books to read, these two um, are, like, no-brainers for me. Um, my cousin last, was it Christmas? No, it was her birthday. She's been um, reading a lot recently during quarantine and all of this stuff. And so she asked for a couple of books. And I was like, oh, I'm the suggestion queen. I can I can give her some some books, you know? So my, I gave her, I think, three? No, hold on. I gave her five, but one of them was mine. So I'm not crazy. Um, so my top two are Frankenstein and Invisible Man. And for the people that I went to high school with, I know that we read both of those in class, but I, I really liked both of them. So don't judge me. I like, those two were very good and I'm allowed to enjoy them, okay? I liked them a lot. Frankenstein is my favorite book ever. I've read it like six or seven times. It's so good. Um, the, whenever we were supposed to read it for class, we were only supposed to read like the introduction, like before the actual thing starts, we were supposed to read that over winter break. Um, read. Which is my fault, but 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 also not my fault. No, it was my fault. But I read the whole thing, except for the part that I was supposed to read. Because I didn't read the, the prologue, the beforehand. I just read the whole, the, the rest of it. So, I was very stupid. But I read all of it, and then got to class the day we had the quiz. And she was like, okay, you guys read this section, right? And I was like, oh, I, I, I did not. So I went up to her and I was like, I read the entire book except for that. Can I take this another day? She was like, yeah, read it tonight and you can take it tomorrow. Um, but I genuinely enjoyed it. Like, I was, like, at the beginning I was like, okay, this is pretty boring. And then whenever you get into it, it's just, like, really good writing. And I I love it. It's my favorite book. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just, it's so good. Um, I... I haven't read it in a while. I haven't had time, um, but I have it on my shelf. It's one of my prized possessions. I got, um, because I loved it so much, I got one of the fancy Barnes & Noble, like, collectible copies, and I love it. It's so cute. Anyway, that one, that one is my favorite book. I will hold that book dear to my heart for the rest of my life. It's so good. Um, another one that I suggest to pretty much everyone is Invisible Man, um, which, again, we read in class, but it w it's just so good. It, and it, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you have to read it to really appreciate it. Like, I feel like my synopsis is not going to do it justice, you know? But it's basically a story of, like, a man um, who is going, he's in, like, Harlem, um, and he, um, 
gets pretty much just <laughs> beat up over time and time and time again um, in a racist society, and he just continues to lose. Like, he can't win. He, I don't know. It's just, it just dis- perfectly describes racism and, like, the impact that it has on people. I, 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 obviously, I don't know what that's like, but I feel like that book gave me a little bit of perspective on what it feels like. I don't know if that made sense, but you know what I mean. Um, it's just, it's a really good book. Like, I think that is a book that everyone needs to read, just to give them a little bit of perspective. It's, it's very, very good. Um, yeah, but basically. Um, the beginning of the book, he, it's, like, a flashback type of thing. So he starts at the end, if that makes sense. So he's trying to get back into society. He's secluded himself because he doesn't feel like he belongs. He, uh, stays underground, um, after all of this bad stuff happens to him, and he finally is ready to bring himself back into society. He's just, like, recounting all of these really bad memories before he goes back out, making sure that he's making the right decision. It's just... I I told you that my synopsis was not going to do it justice. It You have to read it to actually experience it. It's it's very, very good. Um, uh, Another one, and I know I'm just naming classics, but they're just... They're classics for a reason, you know? Um, so another one that I would choose is Crime and Punishment. It, I, I read that one for no reason at all whatsoever. Like, you would think I would read it at first for, like, a class or something. I just read it on my own time, because um, I heard that it was really good, and it lived up to the hype. It's very, very good. It's about a man who goes crazy after he kills someone. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. And it talks about, you know, his, like, the entire process of the crime and the punishment, obviously, makes sense. But it's really, really good. Um, I, I'm trying to think of another one to talk about. There, there are just so many that I, um, enjoy reading. I haven't, I haven't read a lot of these. I know I need to. That's why I have them, is that I find them at Half Price Books and I'm like, oh, I need to read that. And then I buy it for like three dollars and then stick it on my shelf and then don't read it which is really bad but a lot of them I have read I promise um one that I haven't read that I really want to is Great Gatsby you guys tell me if it's if it's good or not um Barracoon I read that one um for my American literature class at Baylor over the summer and that one's really really good um I don't know. There are so many on my shelf. Um, I have a couple of, like... Okay, so my computer just died. I don't know if it messed up the recording, but we're gonna hope that it didn't. Um, I also forgot what I was talking about. So, I'm... I, I don't really know. <laughs> um, I have... Um, oh, I, I remember. Okay. Um, I was talking about memoirs, um, and that's, this is gonna sound really dumb, 
but whenever I was like super into YouTubers, you know how all like teenage girls are, I was a super big fan of Connor Franta, and he came out with a memoir, um, I don't know, like four or five years ago, um, it's like a work in progress, um, and I went to Barnes and Noble at 6 a.m. on Black Friday to get a signed copy, <laughs> and I was the only one there for two hours, and when I finally got in, I went there, or, like, I went in, and they didn't have it, and I had waited two hours to go get it, so they called, because they're nice people, they called and got the other Barnes & Noble to hold a copy for me, so I did get a signed copy of the Connor Franta book, um, which I love. I, um, that was the first time I actually went to Barnes & Noble on Black Friday. It is now a tradition. I do it every year. Um, I, it, it is one of my favorite pastimes, and I spend way too much money. Um, so maybe I should probably stop doing it, but I'm not going to. So, um, but that was the first time I went, and Connor Franta was the reason I went, and he was the only reason I went. Because I am basic, and I liked YouTubers. So, I have a copy of A Work in Progress and his second book, Note to Self. They're both very, very good. Um, even if you, like, haven't listened to Connor Franta as a YouTuber, I liked them a lot. But, I mean, that's just me. I, I enjoyed his content, so I might be a little biased. But I, I did enjoy them a lot. Um, I also have Tyler Oakley's memoir. I don't remember reading it, to be honest with you. I think I read part of it and I got bored. So sorry, Tyler Oakley. I know you're not listening because you're too famous, but, um, it, that would not be one I recommend. I would choose Connor Franta's over Tyler Oakley's, which I, me saying this now, don't really do, don't, don't listen to YouTuber books. Like, most of the time they're not good, but Connor Franta's are good. Um, I would not suggest listen, or reading YouTuber books in general, but Connor Franta's are the only ones I can actually read and enjoy. So, there you go. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. The Odyssey? The Odyssey and the Aeneid. Um, two similar books for two different, um, cultures. So, Greek is Homer the Odyssey. Um, Roman is the Aeneid. Both pretty similar, um, but they're both very, very good. Um, I liked the Odyssey more. I think it's just because I know more about Greek mythology, so I know the characters better. Um, maybe that's just because I'm really lazy and couldn't remember um, who, like, the Roman gods were I know they're the same but I just don't remember the names like the names are different and I don't remember them so I'm sorry um but they're both very very good books um and maybe I'll pose a question to to the listener whatever I don't know um something I I read both of these in um my great text class uh last semester Last, last semester, yes, last semester. And um, something that she asked the group 
was, um, hold on, let me try to pose this in the right way. So the Aeneid is apparently, um, well, I, I understand this, but the Aeneid is like Roman, I don't know, I don't know how to explain this. It's like a part, a part of Roman life, like Romans keep it on their bookshelves. Like it's it they, it's a have to have book for Romans because it's such a big part of their founding and all of that. I don't know if that made sense. Um, basically, like all Romans had to have this book. Like if you're a Roman, you have to have the Aeneid. Um, and she asked like what the American version of that would be, and I couldn't really think of anything. Um. One of my first thoughts um, was, like, Grapes of Wrath, maybe, or, um, oh man, I don't know, um, Mark Twain? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, that's why I, I have never found an answer to that question. Um, I think the most... I mean, this is also one of the things I thought of was the Constitution, but that's not a book. It, it does talk about our founding and gives insight onto who we are as Americans, but I didn't, that's not the same thing, you know? So maybe that is a question for you all. Maybe you can figure that out better than I can. Um, yeah, anyway, um, back to books. Um, oh, I, I wanted to talk about... Um, and this is probably going to be the last thing I talk about for the pod, but I'm an environmental science gal, you know, uh, like, like me some nature and some trees. Um, and why I got super interested in environmental science, well, other than just general, I like nature things, um, was this book I read called Losing Earth by Nathaniel Rich. I think it's Losing Earth, a, na a history of nature. Hold on. I think it's uh, a recent history, sorry. Losing Earth, A Recent History by Nathaniel Rich. And, uh, I let my friend borrow my book, and, um, as I gave it to her, I was like, I'm gonna apologize in advance for anything I wrote in the margins, because when I read the book, I was absolutely livid. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really bad how angry I got, and it, like, it just really showed me how much of an impact environmental policy um, or just policy in general has on the environment. Like if the candidate or if the candidate doesn't care about the environment or like a motion doesn't get passed, then nothing is going to happen. Like you have to have the environmental policy to back up any environmental research, if that makes sense. I, I, I don't know if I'm discussing this in the right way but you know what I mean you can't have one without the other if you have the research you can't do anything with it because they won't listen to you if you don't have the environmental policy to back it up um and stuff stuff like that those policies get revoked all the time you know and that's I I've been thinking a lot about um doing pre-law and doing environmental law um to be able to do something about those environmental policies being revoked. Um, talk about environmental justice, um, which is a real thing. Like, um, 
people that are in poor communities have um, a worse environment. And there's lots and lots of research to back that up. Um, if you've ever watched Aaron Brockovich, you know. And if you haven't watched Aaron Brockovich, watch Aaron Brockovich. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a very good book. And for people that aren't environmental science nerds, like all of you, um, it is, doesn't sound appealing, but I, like, I really do suggest it to everyone just because I think it is very informative and uh, I wish I could let all of you individually borrow the book with my notes in it because I'm sure that is very funny to read back because I haven't read it since I wrote in it, but I'm sure there's lots of angry words in there. So the person I lent it out to, I'm very sorry. Um, there's probably lots of foul stuff in there. I got really mad. I was very, very upset. Um, but yeah, I do recommend that one to everyone. Um, it's very, very good. It's not a classic, obviously, because it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's a book about environmental history, you know? It's not really important to literature, you know? But I do, I do think it's something that everyone should read. So, we're nearing the end of the pod. We made it quite a lot farther than we did the first pod. I hope it was enjoyable. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's like a really awkward like silent part in the middle because my audio or my computer died. <laughs> this is chaotic. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, I hope this was enjoyable for you guys. Um, I hope you liked me talking about this sort of stuff. I don't know if it was very entertaining or not. Please let me know. I just did what you guys asked me to do. Um, so, sorry if it's not fun. Um, but, yes, I have a couple more ideas of what I want to talk about in the next coming weeks. So, hopefully those will be ad more, more advice-like, I guess. Um, I think that's where I want to gear the pod towards. I really do like stuff like that. Like, I liked my first pod and what I talked about, and um, I hope it was helpful. This one is definitely not going to be helpful unless you actually read the books and enjoy them um, or listen to the music and enjoy it. So, yeah. Anyway, um, follow the Instagram at barely underscore and underscore adult underscore. Um, I don't know. Follow me at Shelby Die on Instagram. Oh, and with two E's. I always forget that. At Shelby Die with two E's on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, I don't know. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts now. So, Apple Podcast listeners, what's up? Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, leave a review. Leave a rating if you want to. Um, if you don't like me, please be nice. Um, I'll cry. Please, please don't be mean. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate all of you. Um, thank you for listening this far. Hopefully you did. Um, if you didn't, I also understand that. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you next time. Bye.